When the weather outside is frightful, the Hyundai Santa Fe is, hmm, what's the word? Delightful. Because it's got available H-Track all-wheel drive to make being out together better. Enter for your chance to win the newly redesigned Santa Fe, packed with all the jingle bells and whistles you need to go dashing through the snow together. To enter, visit Amazon.com slash Hyundai or scan the QR code on specially marked red and green Amazon boxes. No purchase necessary. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Six days. We now have just six days to fight, to organize, to try to do everything that we can to save the life of Rodney Reed, who I feel strongly and continue to feel strongly as being railroaded in a case where he was wrongly arrested, wrongly charged, wrongly convicted, wrongly jailed, wrongly put on death row for a crime that he did not commit. People can speculate and offer conjecture on anything else that Rodney Reed did in the 80s or 90s that he's never been charged or convicted of. What I know and what experts know is that it was medically and scientifically impossible for him to have committed this crime. I want to play an important news clip for you today that you probably have not yet heard, and we want to break down some emergency action steps that we have today. This is Sean King, and you are listening to The the, the Breakdown. have six days, which is nothing, to try to fight, to organize, to do everything within our power. We're grasping for straws at this point because, frankly, over the past few weeks, I have thrown my very best effort, my best work, my best organizing, have worked to create the most momentum. We are at nearly three million signatures on our petition at freerodneyreed.com. And we've had tens of thousands of volunteers, of people to step up, to make phone calls, to send emails. And we've done great. And I'm genuinely, frankly, proud of each of you who've stepped up to help fight for Rodney Reed. But it's not enough. And today I want to play a news clip, a special news segment, that was done by Chris Hayes on an episode last night, I believe. And uh, I I did an event in Massachusetts, and so I didn't get to see it live. I just saw it, and I think it may be one of the best produced short news clips on the case against Rodney Reed. And I want to play that whole clip for you, and then I'll come back in just a second. Let me play you the clip. In eight days, the state of Texas is planning to execute Rodney Reed for a crime he says he did not commit. Tonight, the Innocence Project, which has helped exonerate more than 200 wrongfully convicted people through DNA testing, says they have compelling new evidence that cast doubt on Reed's conviction. They are battling out in the courts, while Rodney Reed's family fights to keep him alive. Jermaine Lee has the latest on the case. Free Rodney Reed! I believe we have a very good chance of getting justice, not just for Rodney, but for Stacey Stites as well, because I know she is not resting well in the grave, knowing that an innocent man is going to be charged and murdered for a crime he didn't commit. When Rodney Reed was convicted 21 years ago of the rape and murder of Stacey Stites, 
the prosecution's entire case rested on two main pillars. First, a timeline provided by her fiancé, Jimmy Fennell. Second, the traces of Rodney Reed's semen that were found in her body. Reed was sentenced to death. He is now scheduled for execution, November 20th. But Reed's family and his legal team say he's innocent and that they have the compelling evidence and witnesses to prove it. Every aspect of this case has been disproven, and new evidence continues to come out. The Innocence Project took up Rodney Reed's case in 2012 and successfully won a stay of execution three years later. Among the evidence they presented, new witnesses who said Rodney Reed and Stacey Stites were in a consensual, albeit secret, relationship. The legal team also poked holes in the fiancé's timeline, presenting forensic evidence that she died when Jimmy Fennell said they were both at home. And now, a new witness further muddies Fennell's timeline. Police officer Curtis Davis was with Jimmy Fennell after Stacey Stites went missing. What Jimmy told Curtis was very different from what he testified to at the trial or told the police. He claimed that he had been out late that night drinking and didn't get home till late and that Stacy must have left without him because he had been drinking. Whereas when he was at trial, he testified that he had been at home with Stacy the whole night. Another new witness, a sheriff's deputy, signs an affidavit saying that he heard Fennell at his fiancé's funeral, standing over her body, saying, you got what you deserved. Then there was the fact that Fennell later served a 10-year sentence for kidnapping and improper sexual activity after a woman gave testimony saying he forced her to have sex at gunpoint while he was on duty as a police officer. And one of Fennell's fellow inmates has now come forward saying he admitted killing Stacey Stites. New witnesses are coming forward with information that shows that Jimmy Fennell may be the culprit here and that Rodney Reed did not commit this crime. An innocent man on death row. Reed's legal team has filed an appeal in the U.S. Supreme Court and made a direct plea to the Texas governor for clemency. A legion of supporters, including police officers, state lawmakers, death penalty abolitionists, and celebrities, are also calling for Rodney Reed's exoneration. So far, the governor has shown no indication that he will grant clemency. But Reed's family say they'll keep fighting to the end. Our family is not whole. Injustice and corruption and racism has played a huge part in all of this. What was so polarizing about this case? The racism was a huge polarizing factor. You have a black male who's convicted of sexually assaulting and murdering a woman who's white, who also is um, the fiancé of a member of law enforcement. He was convicted right out the gate, like, like in the court of public opinion. You know, like, he must have done it. What role does race continue to play in this case? You have Texas justice is one thing, but Texas justice for a black man in a small town, uh, that's a, a whole different animal altogether. Rodney's guilt is medically and scientifically impossible. Uh, we have credible witnesses about the relationship. We have mounting evidence pointing towards Jimmy Fennell. What's left to believe that Rodney Reed is actually guilty? To go forward with this execution, absent real evidence of guilt, you've got to wonder, why would they do that? Jimmy Fennell's lawyer maintains that his client is innocent and that it was Rodney Reed that killed Stacey Stites. Allin reached out to the Texas governor's office and to the Bastrop County District Attorney. You received no response. 
The Texas Attorney General Office told NBC News that after reviews by more than 20 judges, it's time, quote, to see that justice is done at last. I want to bring in Tremaine Lee for the latest. Um, Tremaine, I understand Reed's lawyers have appeals and motions filed and pending on at least seven legal tracks. Right That's now. right. So they have appeals in state, federal, and the Supreme Court, including one in a state court that uh, seeks to invalidate the uh, the judge who signed the order. I'm trying to invalidate that order because the judge was temporary. Now, if that uh, order is granted, then he would get a new trial. Now, there's a lot of pressure being put on Governor Greg Abbott, right? Uh, but the only thing that Greg Abbott can do unilaterally is give a 30-day reprieve. Now, the state also requires, with that reprieve, 90 days ahead of an execution, meaning 90 days notice, which would essentially give Rodney Reed a 120-day reprieve. Now, the body that actually has all the power is the Board of Pardons and Paroles. So they can make the decision and say, hey, we recommend that you commute his death sentence to a life sentence. At that point, Governor Abbott can either accept or reject it. That's the only thing that he can do. I got to say, you know, when I covered back the story back in 2015, the thing that first um, sort of drew us in was the, the conviction of Jimmy Finnell, right? Ten years after this guy is convicted by an all-white jury in this town, there's, it turns out that the fiancé had, you know, sexually assaulted a woman in his custody. The new evidence here about police officers coming forward, I mean, these are sworn affidavits of things they're, they say they're willing to testify to. There, there are multiple police officers, three police officers that come forward and to give some variation of um, his implication of guilt, including one guy named Jim Clampett, who was at the viewing for Stacey Stites, standing in the doorway with Jimmy Fennell. And he, he recalls seeing Stacey Stites' body dressed in all white like a wedding dress. And he overhears Jimmy Fennell say, you got what you deserved. Now, this officer has nothing to gain, nothing to lose. He's a, a man of the law a respected police officer who says he remembers hearing him say that. It's also striking to me to see uh, what Ted Cruz said and that there are Republicans who have who have petitioned Greg Abbott. It's a very polarized state. Obviously, issues of criminal justice in that state tend to be very polarized. It does seem like there's something happening here a little bit. Oh, without question. You think about, uh, you know, Greg Abbott was the law and order attorney general of this state. And the state of Texas executes more people than any other state in the country. And to have a bipartisan effort and the, the, the you know, Ted Cruz's of the world and also all of the pressure put on by entertainers and, and you know, uh, well-known people across the country, this is a little different, but yet and still, you know, this is Texas, and Texas justice is what it is. I know the Stites family is divided uh, in terms of how they feel about Reed's guilt and innocence. That's right. There's a cousin of Stacey Stites who, um, you know, around the time she was killed, um, you know, recalls hearing that the, the, they were involved in this secret relationship. Um, now, she believes that Rodney Reed is innocent, but the mother and other siblings of Stacey Stites still believe uh, that Rodney Reed is the killer and he's a rapist, and that it's time for him to be executed. Um, it's it's a remarkable case. The deadline, uh, I guess, the, the, the execution is sent for, set for eight days from now. Is that right? That's right. November 20th. Now, at any moment, any day before then, um, we could have any of those things trigger um, some sort of reprieve. But again, there's no indication now that Greg Abbott um, has any plans on offering that reprieve. Tremaine Lee, thank you for that reporting. It's a really important case. I thought that was an absolutely brilliant a uh, persuasive segment from Tremaine Lee, who is an award-winning journalist. Just brilliant. I love all the work that Tremaine puts out. And Chris Hayes. And I thought it was brilliant. One, because it was concise. The whole thing was less than eight minutes. But that it also dealt in facts. We're talking about affidavits and testimony, particularly from people who are not the natural allies of Rodney Reed. They're not people who are just telling a lie for Rodney. We were talking about police officers. We're talking about a white supremacist, people who uh, have nothing to gain and actually a lot to lose by coming forward to say this. Their testimony, all of that testimony alone is enough to stop this execution. Listen, I will be right back 
with some emergency action steps that I need us all to take together. But I have a quick word from one of our sponsors. According to most studies, just over 10% of break-ins are planned beforehand. That blew my mind. 90% of break-ins are just spur of the moment. They're crimes of opportunity of people who look at a home, look at a car, look at something and say, now's the right time. It's spur of the moment. Other words, just random. And what's crazy is that only one in five homes have home security. And it's maybe because most companies really don't make it easy. And that's why Simply Safe is my top choice for home security. We have a Simply Safe home security system in our home. Simply Safe protects your whole house, every window, every room, every door with 24-7 monitoring for just a fraction of the cost. There's no contract, no hidden fees, no fine print. It's designed to blend right into your home. No wires, no drilling. It's easy to order, and it's easy to set up. You can normally do it yourself in under an hour. And Simply Safe has won a ton of awards from CNET and from the New York Times Wirecutter. Prices are always fair and honest, and they have around-the-clock monitoring at $15 a month. Listen, if you visit simplysafe.com slash break, You'll get free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial. You've got nothing to lose. Go now and be sure that you go. When you go, go to simplysafe.com slash break so they know our show sent you. That's simply, S-I-M-P-L-I, safe.com slash break. Action, 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 steps. Friends, 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 I need you now. I am asking you, I am asking you from the bottom of my heart to please, capital letters, bold print, highlight it, please go to freerodneyreed.com and scroll down. We have new phone numbers and new people that we need you to call. And I swear to you, These phone calls make a difference. I have had actual state legislators, actual state senators tell me, Sean, we called because people called us and really informed us of the merit of the case, of the emergency nature of it all. The phone calls have created the momentum, the pressure, the conversation in the the government offices, These phone calls are making all of the difference. And when you call, I want to explain this to you, please. When you call, I am not giving you the numbers to the government offices. We have phone numbers listed at freerodneyreed.com. The phone numbers listed are phone numbers that we've set up. And when you call each of those numbers, those numbers will call me. And the first voice you will hear there is my voice literally talking you through each phone call, giving you instructions on what to do. And it's super simple. Okay, don't overthink it. You've got this. You can do it. It's going to make a huge, huge difference. And uh, I, I need you to do it. When we say six days. I'm telling you, our back is against the wall. Rodney Reed's back is against the wall. And I'm nervous. I'm incredibly nervous. 
And while people have trafficked in rumor and unproven accusations and have put out stuff that the police department said 30 years ago, stuff that Rodney was never charged with, never convicted of, as people traffic in all of those things about crimes that he was never convicted of, witnesses, experts, testimony, scientific evidence shows that Rodney Reed did not commit this crime. And what I need you to understand is that trafficking in rumors that Rodney did this or that, it's bogus. Listen, we have systems and structures that are supposed to be in place to appeal a wrongful conviction. And right now, we need you to put pressure on all of those systems and structures. And one more thing. We are asking all of you, if you've signed up at FreeRodneyReed.com, we are asking you to consider this weekend hosting an event in your city, in your town. It could be a vigil. It can be a gathering. It could be a planning meeting. It could be a rally. We're asking you to host a free Rodney Reed event in your city, and we need you to do it. We're asking you to do it to show not only solidarity with Rodney, but solidarity with organizers and activists, with the attorneys of Rodney Reed, to show the decision makers in Texas that this is a national and international issue. Texas needs to understand that there is a bipartisan human effort, that this is not just driven by celebrities or tweets, but that real people care and want to see this stopped immediately. Break it down. I've got to run, but I want to give a quick shout out to everybody who works so hard to make this podcast possible. To our associate producer, Lissandra, to our senior producer and podcast director, Willis, and of course, to the entire team at the Action Pack who've been working around the clock nonstop free Rodney Reed, to save Rodney Reed. Too many people to name, but just know I'm grateful for each and every one of you who are working on this. Thank you, of course, to the team at the Innocence Project. Thank you, of course, to the family of Rodney Reed, to the local organizers and activists in and around Austin, Texas, and that whole area that have been fighting, not for a few weeks, not for a few months, but often for years on end, to free a man they believe in their heart and believe from the evidence is wrongly convicted and soon to be put to death. Everybody, go to freerodneyreed.com. Let's get to work. Take care, everybody. This podcast is brought to you by Ragu Old World Style Traditional Sauce. A great sauce starts with the best ingredients. Ragu Old World Style Traditional Sauce is that great sauce. Inspired by our founder's original recipe, Ragu Old World Style Traditional Sauce is made with delicious ingredients, including vine-ripened tomatoes, chopped onions, garlic, and olive oil, simmered together for the authentic taste you and your family will want to come back to. For recipes, sauces, and mealtime inspiration, visit ragu.com.